0: This is Eric Frankhouse for EFP, October 11th, 2017. Let's get into this. It's going to be a good one. Well, look at that. It works. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Well, we're going to start this off right away. Um, my... Long-time friend, Drew, Andrew, what do you usually go by for professional
1: stuff? Professional stuff, I usually uh, – well, I usually uh, introduce myself as Andrew. Because oh, really? Gonna, yeah, it's going to be on my business card that way, but then I will uh, – like my friends call me Drew. So right. eventually that's how people will know me if they stick around like Well, me.
0: we're going to go with Drew for the ease of this conversation since for, well, what, two decades I've been calling you that?
1: It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty friggin' scary. <laughs> Almost. When did we start? We started gaming in 98, 99? Uh,
0: yeah, somewhere yeah. around that time frame.
1: So, uh, <laughs> what, what, year, what, what year did you graduate high school? 99, right? 99, yep. Yeah, me too. And you were. Yep. It, was our, it was our senior year when we were gaming at Siena, wasn't it? The first yes. time? Yes,
0: right at that summer
1: or that so, fall
0: or something like that. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, so uh, 18 years.
0: World. <laughs> 18 years so i should probably give everybody the intro
1: um
0: i i did one previous for everyone to hear it it's been a while that i've been wanting to start doing in- interviews on here and i have a lot of people that i'm going to be doing them with i'll make sure i post them so they stay up so you can hear them for more than that 24 hour span today though we're going to go over voice acting and doing voiceovers and voice work and this pertains to this channel for a few reasons um For my Patreon, there's going to be a lot of voice work done on it. My buddy Drew does it professionally, and he also is a gamer. So I figured best of both worlds, we should have him on and kind of talk about stuff. So I guess we'll go through this. I gave questions to you, so you kind of know broad strokes, but I know us. We'll probably get into things a little more detailed than that, because that's just how shit goes with us. Swearing is allowed. I mean, it couldn't be my podcast otherwise. So let's, I guess, get into this first part, like freelancing as a whole, um, are you currently doing it? Did you, are you doing any currently for a company? How, how did you get started in freelancing? Like it's, it's kind of a rough thing to start doing.
1: It is. Well, when I was, when I moved to Chicago in 2005, um, I had graduated. I went from job to job while I was still living in Adrian. I was working for a Bose dealer, and I started doing rigging um, with him because he did sound installations in theaters and stuff.
0: I was just gonna say you so, should probably explain what rigging is, but that's that's a pretty good explanation. Yeah. So
1: like, <laughs> rigging is usually like if something is suspended in the air above you anywhere, it's usually some type of rigging that's done it. Whether it's uh, like uh, like a, um, if it's a, a electrical weld, like like a welder, like an arc welder, or if it's a, mechan- a mechanical weld, like bolts and nuts, that type of thing, it's usually suspended above, which you have to do in like movie theaters for sound because the sure. things have to be in in the air. So I started with that, and I had some background in that because when I was going to school at. Siena Heights and University in Adrian.
0: Um, Adrian, we, Michigan, for people who are wondering. Yeah, sorry,
1: Adrian, yeah Adrian, Michigan. Um, we, uh, it was a very small program, so we had, to, we had to wear a lot of hats. So I was in pretty much every show, but I built every show I was in for the most part. <laughs> so you're
0: doing set design as well as acting in the shows and singing and everything else.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, not set design, but like set construction. Like construction. My, my senior year of high school, I went through – theater activities one through three just from building sets because I built three shows my senior year, um, mm-hmm. and I got credit for it. And the the thing about that is that um, that skill set has been keeping me afloat this entire time I've been working on acting and, and voice acting and whatever the hell else I'm doing, stunts and, and all that crap. Um,
0: all of it's kind of balled into one big this is the Drew package.
1: Yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, but, uh, but so I started in Adrian and then when I moved to Chicago, the first job I got was, um, doing theatrical rigging. Um, I was mainly doing track and drape installations, like big theater curtains, uh, the stuff that goes from floor to ceiling that parts when the, when the show starts, like I was doing installations of those from start to finish. And I worked on some, a couple other things like, uh, fly systems, like the, um, the that well, was the Chicago Spotlight, wasn't it? Uh it was Chicago Spotlight. It was mainly Northwest Western. North, like that's like, right,
0: North Western. Because yeah. I did the one job with you out here in
1: Milwaukee. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. The friggin' print on those drapes looked like ovaries. It was so. Weird. It was
0: so weird.
1: And so then, oh yeah, yeah. You came to the. You came to the, the Kellogg uh, thing yep. in, in Michigan, and we yep. worked on that. Yeah.
0: Um, we did that
1: one too. It is so easy. That was fire set. curtains, though, wasn't it? Those things are heavy as hell. Uh, no, it wasn't fire. Well, I mean, they were fireproofed. Like pretty mm-hmm. much anytime you have, anytime you have a curtain in a public space, it has to be, it has to have some type of fire retardancy. So like, um, so it
0: doesn't go up in a ball of flame and fall on people and kill them
1: immediately. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the times nowadays, it's all synthetic. But like, if you have an old theater, like sometimes if, if you had a, if you had a um, a theater in your high school, and the drapes are really old. You might have seen like white stains on them. Mm-hmm. Um, what that's from is the the fireproofing is a salt-based compound, and they have to dip those curtains and let them dry. And oh,
0: really? Water,
1: yeah. If you get water on them, it'll leach that stuff out, and that's where those white stains come from. Uh,
0: so, how do you fix that? You just redip them?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Well, you have to you have to clean them first, and then you have to redip them. So, like, and for the curtains that we did, God. I had to, like, there a lot of times I would have to take curtains down, but the thing is, in order to fit them in the machines, they go to the industrial cleaner that we had right. in Chicago that we used. They would rip them apart at the seam so that you had only a couple widths of curtain instead of a full thing, and then they'd to have to wash them and them. re them. Yeah. So you'd have, they'd have to wash them, dip them, then they'd come back to the store or to the shop. The sewers would re sew them, and then I'd take them back out and rehang them. So it was nope. a problem. process.
0: <laughs> so so this led to you doing freelance. What led to you doing voice work and voiceover stuff?
1: Well when I was working with Northwest I wasn't on salary, I was just freelancing and if they needed if they needed work then um or if they needed somebody to do work then I'd come in and so it was it was kind of spotty at some points. Like I'd I'd go sometimes a week without working or something like that. So money was always to, kind of Yeah but yeah when I moved to L.A., I did that for a little while, and then I uh, I got fired from my job that I was doing safety rigging on because um, it's the only job I've ever been fired from, and they said no one wanted to work with me. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, that's the kind I, of stuff that's said about me, not you. I know. Well, <laughs> I I kind of didn't have any tolerance for doing stupid shit. It's like, Okay, so we're going to take this mag drill, which is a drill that is attached to an electromagnet, so you can attach it to something metal so it won't move, and then it's like a a small drill press. and You can have it hang upside down or on. We're going to take the – we had all these plates on top of this roof that we were working on because we were doing, uh, uh, like, fall Mm -hmm. barriers on, on roofs. So they had all these plates that they had lined up and like, okay, so we're going to take the mag drill around and drill all the holes for these uh, things. And I was like, that's okay. That's kind of dumb. Um, all right, you guys start here. I'm going to go over here. And I took my center punch and my step bit on my little Ryobi. And I just, I punched 20 of them while they did three. And I was like, okay, that's done. Now what? And I think I kind of pissed off the foreman because he had planned on things taking longer than they did. Yeah. My
0: family members have problems with foremans being lazy and it sounds very familiar. So that was yeah. – now that was once you moved to L.A., right?
1: Yeah, that was when I moved to L.A. So I got fired from that job the week before Christmas. Oh, that's uh, about correct. Yeah, I had just moved into the apartment that I've had since I've been here. Um, that's so was also like,
0: very rare in L.A. to be in the same place the entire time.
1: Yeah, and I was like, fuck me. How am I going to pay rent? So I went home, uh, ended up working with my dad for – uh, some time while I was there, so I had enough money for rent for the for the end of the uh, yep. for the for January, and then I came back and I just started looking around and I talked to my friend uh, Candace and she was like, I think they need runners at Ignition, which is a post house that they do movie trailers. Um, oh, okay. Uh, not the ones that people like sit in while they're on set, but like trailers for movies that you see in the theater, <laughs> and. um while I was So there. they would cut
0: them, put them together, produce them the whole nine yards?
1: Yeah, exactly. And so, like, they would have, like, they put them together and then they would hire the voiceover people, uh, to do it, like, the, uh, this summer, like that, that type of thing. That guy?
0: Uh, that guy? Yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that rich guy?
1: Mm hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so I was like, you know what? I, I would love to get into this. So I was like, can I do, like, because every once in a while they would need like temp voiceover because the thing about getting those guys to do the voiceover is you have to have something to kind of work with before you pay them the money that they require to do those. So voiceovers. like a rough draft
0: for them to use to know what they're supposed yeah. to sound like?
1: Exactly, yeah. And they call it, they call it scratch. They call it scratch voiceover because it's just like it's going in, but it's temporary. It's not going to do anything. Sure. So I started doing scratch voiceover for the movie trailer stuff. And I kept doing it. I kept doing it. And eventually somebody said, Who's, whose voice is that? I like that. Let's just use theirs instead of using somebody else. And yeah, so, it's costless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, the, <laughs> my biggest finish, I did not get paid for. What? Uh, yeah, because they were like, oh, we didn't know you wanted to get paid for this. So it's like, yeah, I want to get paid for this. Why? Really? Now, now, that's probably a really good question.
0: We'll we'll kind of pause there. Did you have like an agreement set up as a freelancer? And especially for myself, I have agreements set up before I put any pen to paper, so to
1: speak. Mm -hmm. Do you have an agreement with them to get paid for doing Scratch? No, I did not because I didn't think it was like I told them that I wanted to get into it. So they're like, oh, we didn't know you wanted to get paid. So we'll do it on the next one. I was like, okay. So oh, that sucks. So what one did you do? Are you allowed to say. Yeah, yeah. The um, my biggest finish to this day is um, the Paul Walker movie, uh, Brick Mansions, before he passed away. Sure. The one with all the parkour. Yeah. Yep. My my voice is in that trailer. I'm I'm doing the narration. i Brick Mansions. It's so dangerous. We built a wall around it. Nobody gets in. Like that. That's me. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and that, that trailer, I'm also in the I'm counting down right before they kicked down the door, like, mm-hmm. dang, uh, Alvaro used my, my voice all over that. And that trailer got nominated for a golden trailer award. We did it really? Yeah. Yeah. But it was up against, I think the dark Knight and, uh, something else. <clears throat> Needless to say, we didn't win. Um, well, you but, can't
0: go up against a Dark Knight and expect to win anything.
1: Yeah, no. Um, like,
0: he's it's going to sweep you, and that's how that's yeah.
1: going to be. Um, that's crazy. So, did you continue
0: I, I, doing scratch work for him on contract after that?
1: Yeah. Well, when I was still working there, it was just uh, it was kind of a thing. Like if they needed somebody, then they would they would call me in because I was mm-hmm. I was working in the facilities department. Um, but then after I left, I kept in contact with them, and I've done a couple of projects for them here and there, um, and uh, and that's 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 how I got started because I got enough finishes out of that out of that job that I now have a reel that I can that I can post and use, and I'm adding stuff to it. Excuse me, all the time. Um, I just did the latest thing that I did was there's a new movie. Um, well, relatively new. It came out on. It's a Netflix uh, release. Called okay. Take. It's um. It's a Duplass. It that? Movie. It's called Take Me. It's a Duplass Brothers movie. It's got uh, uh, Taylor Schilling. Okay. And uh, Pat Healy in it. Um, it's it's pretty funny. It's a dark comedy. It's about uh, this guy who runs a business and he, you can pay him to kidnap you.
0: Oh yeah, of- yeah. I remember seeing the trailer for that. So you did um, voice work for that.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, uh, I'm the newscaster, and then um, there's a part where Taylor goes to pick up the phone, and it's a pre-recorded message for you just want a boat cruise, blah 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 blah. So that's <laughs> yeah. I, need to, I need to add that to my to my voiceover reel. I haven't had a chance to do it yet. But, yeah, that's that's a, that was the latest thing that I did. Um, and I've been doing scratch here and there. I did uh, so. It was so sad. I did a whole bunch of scratch voiceover for the Pacific Rim 2 trailer, but it didn't make it in.
0: No, instead Um, they picked really shitty sound music, but their music for that trailer, for the new one, is so bad, it makes me a Kaiju fan, not want to see the
1: movie.
0: (laughs) It is so... uh, The music is so bad.
1: Well, they went a different direction with it, literally, because all the stuff that I was doing was um, uh, the lead character was kind of reluctant to be given the... A pilot? Yeah, well, he was he was reluctant to be doing the job that he's doing. He's like, I'm not a hero. This isn't what I want to do. And in the trailer, he's like, no, this is it. This is all we can do. This is, like, he's he's gung-ho about it. So I think... Yeah,
0: well, he's the guy from um, Star Wars, the new Star Wars series.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's... But what I'm saying is, like, his character, I think, goes through a transition, because I think he starts out reluctant, because that's all the right. stuff that I do. And well, I, and, I and I'm, that's awesome,
0: but their music they picked is like this low-key rap song that, that, when you have an epic movie, you need oh, an epic score. I know,
1: I know what you're talking about. Dude, I... It has come
0: from someone uh, who likes rap, and I'm saying they shouldn't have picked it.
1: I love the Pacific Rim uh, soundtrack. It's awesome.
0: Like, the original one, yeah. It,
1: yeah, dude. It makes me want to go kill kaiju. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Like, oh, yeah. no, we're going to kill some lizards.
0: I just can't believe they, they butchered it. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. So now you've done voice work where you're doing voice work for trailers. I believe – didn't you do something for a small animated series on YouTube as well? Is that voice work – is voice work doing <laughs> – use my words – is using uh, cartoons and doing voice work for that harder than doing voice work for, like, a trailer?
1: Um, no, it's just a different – it's just a different way of going about it. Like, I am – I was a theater major. So I was trained on stage. Like people ask me all the time, like, what do, you, what do you like to do? You like to do comedy? You like to do drama? You like to do, but it was like, I love it all. Like it, yeah. it's all storytelling to me. That's why I can like, cause I freelance now and I work production. So like I'm a production assistant and I, I still freelance. I normally don't crew shows if I do their movies, but like I, I have almost no interest in crewing a TV show. Cause it's such a long commitment. And this way, Oh yeah. We can, yeah, well, it's, it's months. Like,
0: oh, for a TV it, show, yeah, it makes sense. Unless it's a 13-episode yeah, like, yeah. Marvel series that gets canceled before it even comes out.
1: Right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, like tomorrow, or not tomorrow. Um, I've been working on Lethal Weapon the last couple of weeks, and I'm, I'm on it with them three days next week. But, like, one episode of that show, I think, is nine to 12 days. So it's like a week and a half, two weeks for, for one episode. And there's Wow. 12 episodes in a season so you've got two episodes every month Yeah, it, are you it, serious
0: it takes them that many yeah.
1: weeks to shoot one. Oh yeah dude there are so many I was doing second unit for most of that stuff there are so many stunts in that show like they have to oh, go yeah, it makes sense going at the whole time at the same time it's ridiculous That's <clears throat> crazy
0: so, so back to the, the doing voice work for cartoons is it different then or is it not different than doing regular voice work
1: I mean, it's it's kind of the same. Like you're in a room and you're you're matching your voice to something else, or it's or they're going, they're building it off your voice. But I really liked, yeah, the the show that you were talking about is it's called Flagon. It's this like eight bit, sixteen bit graphics thing because it's made to look like an old Nintendo game. It's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. Like I really had a lot of fun doing it, and
0: I wish they'd go back and do another season.
1: Well. You might not have to wait much longer because it's like
0: they've. Jonathan,
1: yeah, Jonathan's been trying to put it together now for a while. He he wrote the first, he wrote season two and it just it didn't work, so he's rewriting it now. And he's he cause he called and asked me. He's like, are you still in this? And I was like, hell yeah, dude. The show's awesome. Um, but yeah, the, absolutely.
0: Uh, was, please, please do that, please. If you guys haven't seen Flagging, it's still on YouTube, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's on it was YouTube. on.
0: It was on. Oh, what was the name of that channel on YouTube? Tune something or another. Tune- uh, Tuneocracy or Tune... Yeah,
1: Tuneocracy, yeah. There, there's some great shows on there. Floyd the and Unicorn is probably my favorite show on, that, on of, that channel.
0: Of course. It's like He-Man meets every 80s cartoon.
1: It is so goddamn funny. Yeah, um, it's
0: really good. But that's uh, awesome. Like I didn't know you guys were actually going to do the second season. That makes me
1: really happy. Yeah, no, that's that's the plan. That's the plan right now.
0: So let's um, let's transition here then from... Freelancing and doing voice work to most of the audiences here are gamers. You and I are gamers. We've been gaming together. That's how we met. I mean, we yeah. met gaming you know, a little bit before we started talking here. Um, and over the years, like we played for 20 years together. And we have quite the story of playing in Siena Heights, moving, not talking, and then picking right up where we left off.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, because you got to Milwaukee to go to my ad, and then I moved to Chicago in 2005, which was three years later, four years later.
0: Mm-hmm. When did you go out
1: there? Um, oh two, I think.